Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, the Colorado Rockies. Twitter from MLB.com here for my winter meeting preview with Thomas Harding covers the Rockies for MLB.com and we'll be in Nashville covering all things Rockies in just a few days. Uh, Thomas, I'm kind of reading over some of the uh, some of your coverage about the Rockies and it sounds like Jeff Breidich, the general manager, is feeling out a developing pitching market at this point. Um, now that the tender deadline has passed, where um, where arbitration eligible players were either offered contracts or not. And now maybe he'll be looking into that pool of guys who weren't necessarily offered contracts. Is that, do you see him maybe being active in that way? I see him being active in that way, but more for the bullpen than the starting rotation. I think as far as the starting rotation is concerned, they need someone at the front of it. And those guys aren't going to be non-tendered by their clubs unless they're um, Henderson Alvarez of the, of the Marlins who's, coming back from injury, and the Rockies don't need that right now. What they need is someone to kind of plug in at the front of the rotation, someone who's proven and, um, and, and still good. So they're going to have to look at trades or they're going to have to look at free agency. And it's one of those things where I don't think that the fan base in Denver wants to accept him coming back with something less than a front of the rotation guy. It's like, Jeff, go and get us a rotation guy or else, you know, we don't want to hear it. And so – and, and, and you can sense that from the Rockies that they really want to make this thing work, that they really want to get, go out and get somebody at the front of the rotation because as bad as the rotation was last year, when they had Tyler Chatwood and Jordan Lyles coming back from injury and also Chad Bettis coming off a pretty good year and you still have Jorge De La Rosa, maybe it's you know, being in the winter where everyone has dreams, but they really feel like they can kind of jumpstart this thing if they get that uh, stalwart at the front of the rotation. Okay, so let's look at this realistically speaking. I mean, first, I've not heard the Rockies being in any of the – it's still very early, but as we've seen, David Price has signed. Zach Granke is close to signing with someone somewhere. Uh, There's a whole slew of maybe like second-tier guys who could definitely be a top-of-the-rotation pitcher for a team like the Rockies. Do you think that they would be in on some of these pitchers and taking nothing away from the organization? But it is hard to get pitchers to pitch for the Rockies. So – Realistically yes, yes speaking, where do, you see they, where do you see them going? Yeah, it's very hard to get them to come there. I mean, I know that there has been, on the part of people within that organization, a lot of like for Ian Kennedy because he pitches a lot of innings, and he's pitched well at Coors Field in the past. The question is, 
when that market is set, is that going to go beyond what the Rockies can pay for him? Um, a guy like a Doug Fisher has worked in Colorado before. I remember Sean Estes and Darren Oliver coming in, reestablishing their value for a year or so, and then going out on the market again. Um, I don't think they really want to do that at this point, but that could be something that they look at. Uh, Mike Leake also is a guy who, when you look at his walk rate in the past, um, he's, he's really done well in his career, the type of things that the Rockies would look for. The issue with him, though, is the little bit of pitching he's done at Coors Field has not gone well. So, um, yeah, there are guys out there, those second-tier type guys, and I think that you're not ever going to have a Clayton Kershaw or Madison Bumgarner here. We, uh, they tried that with Mike Hampton and Danny Nagel. But what if you are able to get a guy like an Ian Kennedy to come in here and pitch well, and then, uh, and then the rest of the guys in the rotation, maybe they're pitching where they're supposed to be pitching, and, and, and they do well that way. Um, but I think the Rockies are going to have to e- examine the trade market. And maybe if they don't get a superstar in the trade um, – Maybe they're able to get one of those young pitchers with good numbers and 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 profiles well for Coors Field, and they can do that in a trade. I think that's the more likely scenario right now. And on a on a more positive note, I was looking at some of the position players, especially. I mean, they're under club control for a very long time. That has to be nice for Bryce to be able to look at um, Arenado, Dickerson, Blackman, LeMayhew, um, that they're still young in their career and they don't have to make um, – the decisions that they have to make on them are really just like financially, you know, very minimal. Um, and so that has to be nice to just be able to sort of concentrate on the starting pitching at this point. Uh, no doubt about it. I mean, if you look at the, at the major league roster or the, or the major league starting lineup, they're in pretty good shape here. You look at the minor league system, I think um, – more so in 2017 than 2016, they're in very good shape. So the question becomes, how much of that starting lineup do you disturb to get the pitcher you need? Do you have to trade Carlos Gonzalez? Do you trade a Corey Dickerson with four years of control? Um, I don't think they would be trading Nolan Arenado. I know that they listen to every type of possibility that comes up, but trading Nolan Arenado makes no sense, and they're not going to do that. But... They're going to have to disturb some of it, but if you look at this thing as a whole, especially in the years to come, this team could be sitting in a pretty good spot as long as the pitching develops. Right, and let's just go over, I mean, what they have now, and they're still waiting for some of these young guys to emerge. Um, and yes. so that, this upcoming season is going to be sort of a defining year for some of these pitchers that we have been talking about uh, quite a lot over the last season or two as far as, they really need to step in and solidify that rotation before they start with guys from outside the organization. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I mean, a couple of them that that are guys who've been around the big league seemingly forever, but they're only 24 and 25, Jordan Lyles and Tyler Chatwood. Um, Lyles just signed for $2.975 million to avoid arbitration. Uh, Chatwood was injured last year, and he signed a two-year deal to keep him in the fold. But those guys, they've been hurt in various ways for the last two seasons, but when they pitch, they pitch very well. Are they going to be able to help out a Jose, uh, a Jorge De La Rosa um, at the front of the rotation? There's also Chad Bettis, who pitched well for them last season. And then you've got uh, John Gray and Eddie Butler, the two highly, um, highly touted draft picks. Gray is working on some things. I think Gray um, coming into next season 
will be a little bit better off. Let, let's face it, last year was just a get-your-feet-wet year for him, but we'll see what type of pitcher he is next season. And, of course, Butler has struggled his two years up. The first year he had some shoulder issues, and last year it just didn't seem he made the adjustments, and um, he's going to have to step up and show that he has the aptitude. Or would he be the type of guy that the organization would say, hey, maybe you know a lot of people liked him in the draft, maybe let's dangle him out there and see if we can't get something and and see if another team can say, well, you know, a change of scenery, um, new people, maybe that will help Eddie Butler. So th- th- there is quite a bit of youthful pitching around, but you're right, a lot of it is unproven or it's been hurt over the last few years. And as much as we talk about how they need to trade for pitching and they need to get some pitching somehow, some way, um, it sounds like they were pretty pretty hot on the heels of Trumbo before the before the trade to Baltimore, so it sounds like they were just uh, they just missed on him. Well, they they were in discussions with him. I'm not sure how far it went. I've heard some things about the discussions, and then when I checked them with people who would know, they say no, it, it's really overblown a bit. Um, but I, I know they did discuss it, and here's why: um, Jeff Bright has just said many times. I mean, it almost sounds like a like a motto or a sing song. We'll listen to anything and everything. So when the idea came up that uh, Jerry DePoto um, had made Mark Trumbo available, then the Rockies ended up talking to the Mariners. Uh, Didn't come to a deal, but I I think during that time, Baltimore also was in on it. So, yes, those were discussions, and it it, it wasn't made up, but I don't know how far down the road that they got because if you look at what they got from the Orioles, I don't think that the Rockies had the catching to give up that that the Orioles were able to, but – I don't know that that was what the uh, discussions between the Rockies and the Mariners were. Okay. Well, we will keep our eye on that, and Thomas will catch up with you next week in Nashville, and we will go over everything that the Rockies are doing during the winter meeting. Thank you very much. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, hoping they do some things and keep, and keep things exciting during the winter. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.